This is the Swarm Unplugged podcast, where we get to know the bee social community and encourage others to join us. With hundreds in the community, we want to get to know all of you better. From the newbie to the expert to the project partners, we will be learning who they are and how they can best benefit from bee social. I'm Christopher Knight, so let's get started. Okay, and a big welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone to this episode of the Swarm Unlimited podcast. You know, we are having so much fun meeting various parts of the community, uh, various talented people. And I know for a fact that all of you, as you look down through the list, even on the, the evening Zoom calls, we have over 100 people on those, but there are far many, many more that are part of the bees social community. But I think sometimes if you think about it and you look down through those names, you wonder who is that person? What do they do? You know, what, what are they all about? And so we're finding out what they're all about through the Swarm Unplugged. So I hope you enjoy our episodes and get to know your community, the people that are, that are working together to grow this community into something extremely special in the crypto world. Today, have a special guest. Our guest is uh, someone who has uh, kind of made a name for himself in certain ways, which we'll talk about as we get into this. But before I tell too much, let's just go ahead and meet our special guest. And I want to welcome Scott Rogers to the Swarm Unplugged podcast. Welcome, Scott. Hey, Christopher. How are you doing? Oh, uh, it's, it's a great morning in North Carolina, I can tell you for sure. Uh, where exactly do you live, Scott? Well, I am, I live in sunny, sunny, sunny Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> we have like 99% sun all the time. And uh, to live except during the summer. And, I, it, and people tell me that live in Phoenix, that you go from the uh, air conditioned house to the air conditioned car to the air conditioned grocery store. Is that right? <laughs> with your glass of water all the time. <laughs> you got to take it along with you, right? <laughs> Right, but yet uh, your your weather's even and kind of calm most of the time. It's been great. No, uh, no hurricanes, very few forest fires, uh, no earthquakes. <laughs> so it's it's a nice place to live. We settled here back in '73, uh, came out from college, and it's just been great. Well, there aren't enough trees in Arizona to uh, uh, to, to have a forest fire. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, the northern part of the state is pretty populated with forests, and uh, it's it's really beautiful. You can go skiing up in Flagstaff. And yeah. We have a little cabin in Heber, which is at the 6,500-foot level. So that makes our summer weekends a lot more comfortable because we go up there for the time being. Well, I understand that. I traveled uh, that road going from uh, Texas to California uh, many times. And every time I came through Flagstaff, of course, it was in December, Everything that came through, it was snowing. And, yep. you know, I got close to having change every once in a while just to get through, get through I-40 going through there. Uh, now, I understand, too, this is something very special. And not a lot of people can say this, but I understand you've been married 50 years, for goodness sakes. 50 years this August we'll be celebrating. Uh, I'm not sure how yet, but uh, it's been a, a great, great journey. I met her and uh, she was my college sweetheart. And it was kind of funny because after the first date, 
I had the uh, conviction that this was the lady. It took me a little while to convince her, but uh, it's been uh, a great, uh, great partnership. She compliments in many ways, keeps me uh, grounded. Yeah, does she ever tell you you're wrong? Uh, we're not going that direction. Today, oh, okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean recently? <laughs> recently? In the last hour? <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's, what, that's what makes a relationship great is when you have a, a, a good balance and can um, critique one another and still come out loving. Oh, absolutely. And uh, something else very special you do, of course, is you are, <laughs> we, we joked, you're the wizard behind the box. So uh, why don't you step out? My, ha from... <laughs> My hashtag is wine box guy. All right, wine box guy, all right. But you've so done something very special for the group. Yes, I had uh, the nice thing about doing gift boxes, I think, with the equipment I have, which you see behind me is a lot of laser equipment, um, is you can customize the gift in a very special way. So I sent out a couple of little thank you gifts that uh, had the new logo of the M2 coin cut in the top and just a, a place to put some knickknacks or uh, if you want, you can even put your uh, passcodes underneath the, the default <laughs> bottom. <laughs> what finger was I, that uh, you had up in that box? <laughs> <laughs> it's big enough for anything. <laughs> oh, and that's the other thing that's interesting is with the laser, you can uh, put the QR codes into the wood, which mm -hmm. is kind of a nice stuff. Uh, Oh, you can actually laser a QR code into the wood? Yes. Wow. Right. That's amazing. And uh, now you do this uh, also as a uh, business. What's your, what's your uh, website address? Well, it's uh, personalizedwineboxes.com. Um, it's all custom made. So you fill in a form for what you want on the box. Here's one we did this weekend uh, for a... Uh, birthday celebration. They have sliding tops. We make them in one, two, three bottle capacity sizes. We can put photographs on the box itself, laser that in. Um, so we can customize it in a number of different ways. That is amazing. I do. <clears throat> now, do you have a lot of repeat customers? Uh, yes, we do quite a bit of uh, Realtor housewarming gifts as a thank you for, you know, selling or buying a home, which makes an appropriate gift. Um, Christmas time, we have a number of corporations that repeat business for their key clients that they want to give a creative thank you to. And it gets their logo in front of the folks for more than sure. just the holiday celebration. It's, I say it's the gift with the displayable shelf life. That's true. That's true. I like it. I like it. Now, you, I know you're into lasers and so forth, but uh, you had to be doing something prior to that. What kind, of, what kind of things did you do prior to being able to get into this area? Well, I've always been self-employed and uh, started out in the 70s. Actually, for about 24 years, I had a retail camera store in Phoenix. Um, that was back in the day when you actually had real cameras and you had real film to deal with. <laughs> Fortunately, we were able to downsize and get out of that business before, um, you know, the cameras came out with uh, the, f the phone attached. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and oh, three, three or four lenses uh, coming out the back of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we, uh, then we transitioned into doing event photography. So we did um, about three different uh, NASCAR racing schools where we would take photos of the, the guys having their uh, track time and in the car, you know, going around the track a couple of times. And we would have the photos ready for them to look at and purchase right when they were done with the experience. So that was fun. We got to see the country. Um, Nancy, my wife, did all the developing in the trailer as I did the shooting. And um, we were selling like 90%. It was, it was a fantastic business until the recession came, of course. Mm-hmm. Then I transitioned into uh, retirement, which is not really retirement because uh, as being self-employed, I didn't uh, have a 401 to plan that great. And that's okay. But I was able through a friend to get a job as a house manager up for a, about a $25 million home in Desert Mountain. And it was interesting because it kind of used all my previous skills, photography. I photographed his, wine, his um, art collection. He's a big collector of art. Uh, my technical experience with computers and everything. So I'm kind of his on-site tech IT guy. And then I organized his wine cellar. And uh, so it's a nice part-time job that I do during the week. And then uh, evenings and weekends are spent doing the wine box business. Well, in a $25 million home, you've got to get a lot of exercise. (laughs) It's huge. And it's all stone. uh, Beautiful, beautiful home. And uh, the first six months were getting my knees used to walking on the, the stone. (laughs) <laughs> but it's been a great experience. And uh, well, does that mean you can invite? Uh, can, can I fly in and stay stay in that home? What can I do? <laughs> well, we have enough empty guest rooms, that's for sure. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, as but you know, from that kind of uh, background and history, I wouldn't think you would even be interested in uh, the crypto world. What what happened there? Well, I've always kind of been an early adopter for some of the new technologies. Back when I had the camera store, I was one of the first ones that had a camera store on CompuServe. I don't know if folks can remember that, but uh, we were uh, experimenting with that, that back in the day. And it's just interesting how pathways of friendships crisscross. I got to know Patrick because uh, I bought some SEO tools from him and I'm constantly in touch with uh, trying to boost my ranking with the website. So his mm-hmm. tools were ideal for me. He got into the crypto in a couple groups and invited me in and it was just a good match. Number one, because we hadn't planned that well for retirement. So I saw it as an opportunity perhaps to take some of our funds and uh, multiply them and, and, and see what mm-hmm. happens. Being self-employed, I was always kind of anxious with banking and being turned down for loans and so forth. So I see the opportunity of this social experiment with them too, to be just amazingly uh, creative and hopefully helpful for third world countries. Cause I have a heart for missions and uh, the opportunities we have to help other folks. Well, I know of course uh, that's where Patrick's heart is uh, no doubt about it. Uh, when he and I talk, it's, uh, it's not necessarily the first thing that comes up, but it, it does come up every time almost. Uh, and it's wonderful. Now, you have, uh, when did you get involved? Was it, uh, you know, last month, three months ago? How, how long? Has um, it been? Actually, it was um, early January when I 
funded a, a couple of the pools just with a minimum amount just to get started. Right. I've been on the nightly calls um, ever since, uh, learning stuff from the community, um, which has been fantastic. And being, mm -hmm. being able to Skype with Ray and some of the other folks that have helped me through things. I made some goofs. <laughs> I clicked some <laughs> buttons too fast. And uh, that's the beautiful thing is, you know, you can, you have somebody to call and say, help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have that in uh, Coinbase, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nat, when you as you stage through it and are getting more comfortable with it, do you think it has uh, longevity for you? I really do. Already, we've kind of seen a, a return on some of our uh, capital that was staked. Um, my spouse is very conservative, so I've had to take baby steps. Um, and I see the opportunity with the new coin, maybe to be able to create some generational wealth, which my two kids would love. <laughs> um, and being retirement age, you never know what the future holds as far as long-term care and expenses there, as far as medical uh, situations. So mm -hmm. it, it just, it's another avenue to have some cushion, hopefully. I understand entirely. Uh, and by the way, what uh, do we have a new coin coming up? Yes, the M2. <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> and and that uh, particular coin, what is that coin meant to do exactly? Well, from what I understand, it is uniquely designed, completely different than uh, most other coins in the market. Limited number. It can be mined by everyday folks. It's a citizen type of coin. Um, and by mine by everyday folks, it's going to be mined by our smart devices, our smartphones, which can be done by anybody in the entire world. And I was kind of surprised how many of the third world folks have already early adopted, you know, smartphone technology. Mm -hmm. So they already have the tool that they need to create some, uh, some assets. Um, so it can also be used as a, a currency for a country if they decide to adopt it. Um, there are limits put on how many will be mined. There's no huge um, deep pockets behind it as far as uh, people pumping the price up and then dumping it and leaving the small guy, you know, short, short change. So that's exciting. And we see that happen often right now in this uh, business, don't we? Uh uh, pump, pump it up, make your profits, and drop it back down again. Yes, we see that a bunch. Yeah. Uh, what did, how do you follow the market yourself? Um, do, you, uh, do you have a certain uh, web page you like to go to to follow the, the news of the day or anything like that? Well, I've got a couple of YouTube channels that I follow that uh, I think the guys are pretty honest. Uh, so I watch theirs, their videos. Uh, this is a totally new field, so you kind of have to really evaluate what where you're getting your news from. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that I like about being part of the, the B social group is if somebody hears a rumor, we kind of discuss it on the evening night call and and we decide quite quickly whether it's just a rumor, forget it, don't go down this yeah. path, um, don't click on that link. So it's that confidence that you have with other people working with you that you can uh, sort out what you're or where you're getting the information from. 
And there are a lot of booger bears in the uh, industry that are re ready to take your money and uh, not give you anything in return. So being, being part of a, a community is, is important. What do you think of the bees social community? Well, <clears throat> we have a lot of roughness to it. There's a lot of rough edges. It's not professional, which is, well, it's, it's professional in content. But sometimes our presentations are just like this being on the video, you know, everyday folks. Um, and I like that. I don't like something that's really uh, polished and you can tell there's uh, probably an ulterior motive to, to what's happening. So I think it's a very honest, uh, has some core values that uh, I can identify with. Um, so that's exciting. Well, yeah, it's just it's like, uh, of course, they do do a wonderful job on Bees TV. Uh, and the, uh, in that, of course, they're, uh, they're putting out some wonderful information. Uh, I, for one, I invested in uh, cryptocurrency a little over a year and a half ago with a, a specific coin and didn't really know anything about it. And I haven't really, I didn't try to learn much. I was just putting money into this, right? Just it's like buying a stock, you know, to me, it was like, okay, I'm just what I'm going to do. But getting in here, we have, uh, we have the education to help us understand why we're doing what we're doing. Don't you enjoy that? It's been fantastic. Yeah. And half the time after the calls, I'm Googling what the meaning of a certain word is and I'm <laughs> making a list myself of, you know, okay, they talk about this word, what, how do I understand it and put it in my own terms? Um, so that's, uh, it's a new technology, new vocabulary to learn. So that's great. Oh, it is. Uh, yield farming. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what seeds were. <laughs> I didn't know what any of this was. And uh, of course, yield farming is, uh, you can find it on YouTube with various people explaining exactly what it is. Not just, not just the uh, part of the community explaining it. And when it gets into blockchain, you can find people on YouTube explaining blockchain. And so there are avenues out there, but people, it is so new. People aren't willing to take the time, are they? That's for sure. And sometimes, you know, the time invested um, is uh, a, a confrontation sometimes with my wife because she thinks I'm always glued to the computer, but uh, you know, that's where you learn nowadays. And, and I, you know, rather than taking a, a class at a community college or something, you can learn right on your computer or your smart tablet or your phone. Um, you can pick up where you left off. It's kind of funny because back in college, you know, you kind of sort with, well, what's my interest and what am I going to do? And they have offered tests, you know, to help you decide on what your aptitudes are. Well, in my freshman year in college, it came out as farming. So I thought, oh, great. My parents are spending all this money for college, and I'll, I should have been a farmer. <laughs> so my senior year, I took the same test again. The results were the same. So who would know that it took 50 years for me to get to this point that the farming meant farming cryptocurrencies? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great story. I love that. <laughs> well, it's time to practice, Scott. It's time to practice, right? right? <laughs> uh, now, have you seen some pretty good returns? Uh, have you have you planted some seeds and seen some good returns? Yeah, I've, uh, you know they're coming out. Some of the tokens are being uh, 
daily daily coming out, which is kind of neat. I follow it with a spreadsheet that I'm doing, um, not knowing exactly the future and what the value will be, but uh, it's nice to see them grow. Oh yeah, and uh, it it's also it, talk to me a little bit about uh, how the the group analyzes new uh, pools and the people that are coming in. Talk to me about that. Well, that was kind of interesting because early in the in the program, uh, Ray had sent out a questionnaire of or asked the group, you know, what questions should we ask um, to get to know the project? So we, I'm sure a lot of us sent in, you know, a dozen questions. I certainly did. Um, trying to find out, you know, what's their background, where, how they got to where they're at, what they're going to do if uh, something unforeseen happens like a pandemic or whatever with their business model. Uh, do they have flexibility? That's always nice to see in a group. Um, it's nice to see these people on camera where they come on and share their vision for what their solution is for their particular market. Um, so that's that's interesting. I like to see when they evaluate their competition to see where they fall, what their opportunities are. Um, it's just a community. It's a face-to-face -face type thing rather than looking at just a, a prospectus, which is very, very cool. Right. Or just seeing a coin that uh, looks like it has some potential. I think I'll invest in that and not know a thing about the people behind it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, much more interesting. Well, as we come to the end of this episode of uh, the Swarm Unplugged, Scott, uh, what would you like to say to the folks, you know, you know, just, something of interest, something maybe from your heart, as I always say, that uh, just to close out with, what would you like to say? Sure, I'd be glad to. Well, as we all realize, life is short. Um, we make it what we want it to be. Um, for those of us with faith, we can see a lot of um, the sovereignty of God working in our friendships, in our contacts, the things that are put in front of us. They're all for a reason. Um, we have to be good stewards, as Richie says and encourages us to be, with our money, with our talents, with our relationships. So I just encourage people, get in, click on the, uh, the, the YouTube channel, some of the videos, spend the time to listen to them. Uh, they might not be professionally uh, as you expected, but they're coming from the heart. And that's what I think this group is all about. I think it's easy to see and de determine what truth is. And if you spend the time, um, I think you'll be greatly rewarded. Yeah, that's, that's well said because you, uh, you've just uh, shown that on this particular episode. Uh, it's from the heart. You know, this is who I am. This is what I do. <clears throat> Here's what I, I believe. And you pass it on. And I'm sure that anybody would come to you for opinions. You'd be happy to, to share those with them at any okay. time. Uh, Scott, it's been wonderful to have you on today on the podcast. I truly appreciate everything that you've, uh, you've said here and look forward to uh, seeing you on the, on the uh, nightly. And hopefully other people having watched this will know you and want to reach out and say hi on those particular meetings and things as well. So thank you very much, Great. Scott. Appreciate it, my friend. You're welcome, Christopher. Thanks for having me. 
Okay, and I just wanted to wrap it up by saying that uh, Scott is a extremely special guy. I I really enjoyed uh, talking with him, and I hope that uh, you also reach out to him uh, in 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 a, in a friendship way and in a bees community social way because I certainly plan to myself. As I always say at the end of these podcasts, I'm Christopher Knight. Always remember to listen, learn, and give. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Swarm Unplugged podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button and leave us a glowing comment. Gravitate yourself to be on the podcast so you are the next one to introduce themselves to the B-Social community. See you on the next episode.